you know, having some sort of discipline where you can push yourself past your limits is a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, but actually in the Bhagavad Gita, and Oppenheimer studied that text for a long time. He learned Sanskrit and read it in Sanskrit. Wow. Um, when he was at when he was at the University of, of Berkeley in California. You're a, you're a sensitive person. Yes. That's what it comes down to. Yes. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. That's cool. So are we. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Living from anger town. This plant has helped me chill out. Found focus. Found confidence. All of a sudden, I was productive. Less protective. More progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's in each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And, and welcome, welcome back, back to another, another episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host Eleven. My name is Winnie. And, and we, we are, are the gateway drug, drug to mindfulness. mindfulness. And today, oh my god, I have a gem. I have a secret. I, I have a special friend that I always get so much from talking with. Um, that I had to bring him to you guys. Uh, he's a collaborator of mine. If you fuck with my music, you've already fucked with his music. I just had to let you know I think of you as my home When I am away, I miss it all the time When I sleep or when I wake Every night my soul I pray I can make another day Coming over, over Producer himself, um, multidisciplinary artist, yep. author, video editor. Recently got into what is it? Stop motion, S animation. He's getting into animation, <laughs> but overall, he does many things. But this man's a philosopher, if I may say so myself. Yeah. And he may not want to take that. He's very humble, but he may not want to take that credit. But me myself, I get so much as my budding philosopher from interfacing with him. I had to give that gift. So go ahead and get your joints up. We all have coffees. Cheers. Cappuccinos. Or coffees, whatever you like. For my man, Mitch! Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. I love this cup also. 
Little mm. Miss Sunshine. You know, I don't know <laughs> I if this would. is appropriate to be part of the the intro, but I really admire your guys' relationship. I think that there's like some deep communication that goes on between men specifically that like, I think you guys have hard conversations and you're vulnerable with one another. And uh, I think that this relationship will only continue to flourish and mm. um, I, it's nice. It's nice to see you have a little bit of something on your tooth. And he wouldn't judge me for that. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we've had yeah, good So I really, like, I appreciate your uh, position in Eleven's mm. life. I, I think it's that. It's a healthy and, and nice nice thing to see, no, I guess. I'm very grateful so. for the connection with, with uh, both of you guys. Thank it's you. It's been very uh, educational over the years <laughs> and, and also uh, inspiring, you know, and, and collaborating on, on – uh, art and talking about art and, and all the stuff that we've discussed, you know, over time. It's, uh, and both of us have changed so much over the years. So much. Um, a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's much. kind of crazy that it's this taken this long to get you on the podcast, but also it right now in this moment feels very, like, divine. Like, mm -hmm. this is this is now meant to, this conversation where mm -hmm. maybe we're all just grown up enough to have, like, a, a vulnerable Shine the highest online yeah, conversation. Definitely <laughs> growing up more and more, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, we'll get into a thousand things, but one cool, beautiful space my heart always rests with you, bro, um, and it's kind of this philosophy that we're, we're adapting to and we're just talking to, is like, it's okay if it's not okay for a minute. Right. You know, and so, sure. so much of my even like persona and even sometimes my contribution to the show is pick it up, let's go, get positive, pucker up, stiffen up, keep on moving. But sometimes when we kick it, it's just, okay that things just got shitty for a minute yeah yeah and that's so nice so how did you arrive on this perspective how much of this in your actual life are you implementing this in your day-to-day -day? question and how, <laughs> how did you learn it so if someone yeah, wants yeah. to eventually arrive there yeah tip them off uh -huh. great uh so it's actually interesting. i was on the way over here i walked over here uh, and i was thinking actually about your whole persona and your personality and everything and i was like man it's so great you know people like you are so uh, great to have around, you know, um, positive and upbeat and just trying, even if you're not necessarily in that energy in your personal life, you're always trying to bring that to the people who you're around and that's super valuable. I think it's something that goes unnoticed so much because, uh, you know, it's taken for granted. Like, oh, you know, this person's just always like that. Yeah. Um, Good I'll, I'll, call. Oh, bro. You know, Thank but you. I, I, really, I really appreciate that vibe because uh, it takes you. a lot of extra effort and energy to, uh, to bring that, that to the people who you're around. And it's like, you know, whenever we have a conversation and we hang out, I always leave and I always feel good, you know? Yeah. Because you've given me a little bit of that energy. Because I, I tend to be more on the... Uh, the other side of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, win too, though. I mean, that's that's the perfect balance. If there's two of me going, it's like two grenades yeah. going off. So it's nice to kind of balance each other yeah. out. You guys give me permission to feel for a minute. Yeah. And I'm already perpetually on such a cylinder that's trying to push yeah. that. Yeah. Because fuck life unless that. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Just like I can't. But um, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Of course, that. man. Of course. <laughs> yeah. In terms of like, you know, where I've come to, uh, you mean just living life and yeah, looking like at life what, or what, understanding what, reality? or Yeah. Understanding reality. Like you're very well read. You're probably one of the best well read people I know. Like, as far as, like, you don't want it with Mitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you're like, like the I education <laughs> runs deep with you, bro. I try to like, read. I try to read. I like reading. I, you know what's interesting about reading? I only got into it real deep probably when I was 24. 
Yes, me too. Yeah, 24, 25. Yes. Like, I, I grew up with a lot of reading and, and books and education around. And um, But yeah, I only, got in, I only got deep into reading when I was about 24, 25. I read a couple books that just blew my friggin' mind. Which and, ones? Um, I think the first one was The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test. Uh, what is, yeah, what that, is that? That was the first book that I read where I was, and that book introduced me to Ken Kesey. And uh, then I was then I read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay, nice. And I was like, Oh my God, this is incredible! Like, <laughs> books are amazing. Yeah. Reading, I never knew how powerful fiction could be. Yeah, me either. Um, I got into fiction yeah. in my adult life too. And uh, just how many lessons were in there? How how much it elaborated <laughs> on just different philosophical aspects of life and uh, meeting these characters and stuff. And then from there, you know, it went on and on and on. But, uh, it's hard to let go of care. I mean, this is a sidebar, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. always feel a little heartbroken at the end of the book. It's almost like a series finale where you're like, I don't get to know any more of your story. And sometimes they never leave you. Yeah. You know, which is Ooh. actually the most powerful thing from a book because there's some books that I think about all the time. I'm always reminded of mm. the the energy that I was in when I was reading it. Yeah. Mm. Especially if it was a very you know, especially if it was a very powerful, had an impact on me, in, like, in a personal way and, and that sort of thing. I have um, that with songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, in terms of in terms of that, that's sort of where I started with reading was Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test. Then I got into more classical, like, um, beat literature, like, from the 50s and 60s. And then from there, I just kept going book after book and, and reading different various things and expanding from from that what do you mean literature from 50s and 60s um that's like the ken kesey the uh science alan, documents alan ginsburg um uh essays because you read jack kerouac all of those types who are these people for on, people who don't know um jack kerouac wrote on the road uh and then kesey wrote yet yeah, one floor of the cuckoo's nest sometimes a great notion writers uh like one of the biggest books for me was that one and then, yeah, I mean, you read those books and then they all have little nuggets inside of them where you're like, wow, if this person's talking about that, maybe I should go look into that. Mm. And, then I should, and then I, that's how I sort of went from there and then um, ended up at, I started with spirituality when I was very young. Okay. What do you mean with spirituality when you were in it? Uh, like practices just or reading looking about into it? it, reading about it, okay. being introduced to certain spiritual figures. Like um, young, young? Young, young, like as young as I can remember. Probably some of, of my parents first. parents or because like of your own choice? Like five? Probably a bit of both. Okay. Yeah, it's like that stuff was around. And so that was, you know, if it's not around, you're probably not going to look into it that young. Um, yeah, and that's why I was like, oh. mm -hmm. yes. yeah, and then it was just my own sort of interest in just always what is really going on, um, what is life, and then, you know, you experience a couple deaths, and then that drove me further down into the spiritual path, um, and all of this happened before I was 24, 25, so uh, this, the spiritual stuff was ongoing from, from when I was young, and so then... Then I went through that whole period of reading, and then I came to back to more spirituality in like kind of a more serious seeking way. Yeah. Because um, you needed it. So I needed you were exploring it, yeah. it and then yeah. you needed it. I, I was exploring it. Then I was very, very desperate for answers of trying to figure out, mm. you know, why am I here? What is going on? Really, like when you experience death, like in that way. What do you mean? Um, what death? Like the death of a parent or a close one or something this like that. This happened to you? Yeah, a couple times. So when you when you have those experiences that are pretty much 
you know, they're unavoidable and you can't look away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it changes your whole world. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I went down, I was, you know, started reading about near death experiences and all, and I, you know, brought all of that back in, in a really real, real way, because up until that point, you know, when I went to university, you sort of get lost in the material world and, um, all of this stuff is going on in your career and how do I make money? And I, oh, I got to get this part-time job and, uh, you know, I got to be cool. And what am I wearing? And, oh, people are going out to this club and, oh man, should I get, I'm going to get drunk and you're in school and all that stuff is going on. You get Life. lost in all of that. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I stopped reading about spirituality and I, I sort of forgot all of that because I just got lost in the material world and caught up with a bunch of stuff that, uh, yeah. ultimately, you know, was good experiences, but, and probably contributes to the whole path anyway, in its own way, you know, obviously we could get into that. Um, and then, you know, really I land here and now I, I landed on some stuff, uh, that we were actually just talking about before we started recording, which is, yeah. you know, the, some of this like Eastern philosophy, Bhagavad Gita, um, non-dual philosophy, all of this, all of that sort of stuff. And some other things that I've sort of just like thought about on my own as well. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So, um, that's amazing. I want to get back into like you finding yourself and digging in, but run us back to your childhood a little bit more, if you don't mind. These influences—that is such a privilege. I yeah. had to find. I had to, I didn't have the privilege of having those materials yeah. around. It was, and I love my parents. My dad's a party, and my mom is how I get my charming energy. But like, totally. Uh, yeah. Sub- your mom is great. Huge. Thank you. Bless. And but it's just like in terms of substance. There were like my family didn't really prioritize it. It was in the moment, in the moment, you know, fun, new fees, you know, but you know, so I had to find that later, yeah. And that was so hard actually yeah. to focus. So, like, your parents, if you don't mind, talk a little bit about like where they are, what they do, what you know, where you come from in that respect, because I think that's an important kind of for identity. sure, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yes, I mean, some of the stuff that I was introduced to when I was young. Um, my dad was a, a sort of an intellectual guy, but you know he never went to school or anything. But he was very, very intellectual. He worked in like broadcasting and stuff. Cool. Um, and my mom was super. He's a journalist, super, right? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, he was a broadcaster. Yeah. So your your dad's brain as you're growing up as a young kid. Wow. There's some of that in there. You got, um, but you got to see him. Mm-hmm. Like, did you ever watch him research or anything like that? Um, or were you not, around? Not when he was- so much. I mean, pr- maybe I absorbed some stuff through osmosis or something. But uh, you know, he was always doing his own thing, very, very into his work. Uh, and then my okay, my, so he did that over there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He didn't bring it home. Uh, no, okay. not so much. I mean, like I said, maybe through osmosis. Right. But uh, other than that, you know, like Eminem's daughter can probably rap pretty good, but sure. she still went to the studio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. I was exposed to those environments. Uh, my mom was uh, always interested in spirituality. Yeah. So there was these books around and stuff. You know, like one of my earliest influences I remember being Thich Nhat Hanh because she was oh, really wow. interested in him. Um, and to me, he's like one of the realist out there I don't even uh, know this you would you yeah. would. I would yeah. okay. he's, I, if you saw him. he's passed away now uh, he's know. a boo Buddhist um, right he was a Buddhist monk yeah yeah a Buddhist monk yeah. um yeah he was really really and what were his philosophies so you've seen his quotes I have I'm sure. okay. they're yeah. probably on my wall or something I don't <laughs> yeah, know I don't might, even fucking yeah. double check on my quotes I might around. even be mispronouncing his name I don't know but okay. uh, don't but know. cool okay so yeah. you had this sort of so you're 
your pops was very uh, in his endeavors and the way he handled things, perhaps more pragmatic, logistic, researched, and then mom was very heart driven with the spirituality yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah, wow. so you sure. had a nice balance to yeah. observe. That's yeah. incredible. So you, yeah. you're already coming from a fiber of like whether it was purposely nurtured into you mm -hmm. or not. It's mm -hmm. already like like my kid's gonna be able to cook real nice. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Like yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's happening. <laughs> well, what if he not necessarily? No, but your lack, <laughs> your lack of cooking won't ins won't take true. over me cooking. That's like, true. Like you not cooking garlic won't yeah. make the place not smell like garlic yeah. when I've put yes. garlic and so butter. So there's in not it. osmosis through my not knowing. No, consciousness wins based on doing. I think not lack of doing. All right. The lack I of accept. doing would only be lack of doing if said thing wasn't done, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that one is still absorbing into my system. Well, if, uh, if there's a lack of doing, it's only not being done. Like, no one right now could say there's not weed here because there is weed here. So lack can't exist if it's being mm. fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Thank you for yes, that. Yes, true. I don't great, know. Great a very analogy. simple. That's pretty much an irrefutable fact. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, we found a basic truth. <laughs> yes, okay. sir. So, um, okay, so you had these... Uh, life-altering moments and then you went to university went to university college? did all that shit um, what did you do in university film and tv basically film and tv yeah minor in english okay uh, oh yeah we uh, met first we did oh, yeah talk yeah. about Mitch that and I that's met fun. first we met um yeah we met doing like some music video with with uh one of my friends from school i think or a short music film? video I, I thought it was a short I don't remember exactly, actually. Oh. You know, it's so long ago. Yeah, it was. I we think were, it was we a were, short where you were walking across the bridge. We were filming something. Oh, yeah. you did a voiceover also for some. For so some we knew each couple, other first. Couple from, things. Yeah. Which couple is things. so when interesting. When he was building her career in Toronto yeah. on in but, front of the camera, very, you were building it behind like the camera. Not, not friendship. Very like, oh, hey. Passing. What's going just on? Just in passing. Yeah. To total just. Uh, which which I, for years, I find so interesting. <laughs> Yeah, just in passing, you know, it's, it's hard like to penetrate when this. you when you come at all this stuff from like a spiritual perspective. I mean, it's I love that you guys talk about this stuff, you know, on on this vibe, you know, <laughs> on this level. It's so cool. Thanks, bro. Um, it's really great. It's really great. I love what you guys are doing, by the way. It's just Thank when you. you look at the the, yeah. the map of your life, I, mm -hmm. I find that fascinating. Eleven and I did during COVID. We need to update it now. But we went back uh, to the beginning of our relationship and talked about every year sort of the big okay. things that happened. That's and cool. we wrote them down. Yeah. And it was so cool. interesting to see how this thing uh, unfolded to this led thing to and yeah. led to that. Yeah. And, and, and you're like, holy this, shit. That seemed like a distraction. I wouldn't have been qualified to fulfill this role that led back to my initial goal later. It's all so, uh, man, I, I just, like in the last couple of years, I, I've really been thinking about, you know, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> and, and who- This is where I was who, at just who today. Who am I? You know, like actually, actually in a very serious way, like who actually am I yes. for real? Yes. Not just uh, like in this, um, incarnation and like what I'm doing here, you know, in the physical material world. Cause you get so, you mean you get caught up in that all the time 
uh, in terms of like your identity, you, you identify with that, and then maybe you're you're blessed with like a few brief seconds where you can think about it from a, a, a more zoomed out perspective. Because um, you, I mean, obviously, you guys are you, you guys are thinking about reincarnation and stuff and past yeah. lives That's and all of that. And I know I'm at a good run right now. I'm balancing Dharma from other things, and this is like one trip through, and I'll come back again. And your spirit right. and your soul is definitely eternal and I can feel uploading data to consciousness when I sleep you know mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it's like of course like I'm going like boom, bump back but it doesn't take the levity off this life for me all the time well no still, yeah it, 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 it doesn't and there's reasons for that I think but actually I just a thought just came to me about there was one book that I read um, that sort of was like a thing that just totally put me into a different uh, I, I was like, wow, this is, it changed my world. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you read this spiritual stuff and you listen to it and it's like very easy to get caught up in it and be like, yeah, 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 this and this, this is all real. That, yeah, that thing and that thing and I'm, I'm, I'm okay, oh my God, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, we're infinite spiritual beings and blah, it's like, and then, you know, I always take it, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's what? the face I hope came. It's like the Tony the Robbins of spirit. No, I'm just like, what in the fuck are we fucking talking about? Past lives and what the fuck? Thank you, bro. I'm just like, what the fuck are we talking? It doesn't like, matter for right now. We like, no, you know, moment. it's like you, you go through this thing where you're like, yeah, this is what's happening. This is reality. And it's like, hold the fuck do, up. Like, do you I don't know, know what shit. that is. Can I, I answer actually don't know question? anything. Can I answer that question? Because yeah. I, well, that's why we're friends. Like, I ask the same fucking questions. You know when you're a kid, right? And you're in kindergarten, and maybe your parents came to see you at the little bullshit sports day. Okay. Right? Or something, or some sort check of competition. Field or something. Sure, yeah, check yeah. and feel. Or you think you're competing maybe for winning, or it was a play, you mm -hmm. know? And <clears throat> as you're doing said thing, and it gets too much, maybe you're not in first in the race, and you look to the side and you look for your parents for that, like, acceptance. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're cool like, analogy. we're we're interested <clears throat> in taking the pressure <laughs> off of the race by like remembering what this is. My dad did not give me that look when I was losing in the 400 oh meter. God. Oh, God. <laughs> he wasn't encouraging you? No, he was like, that person is throwing up. They are running so hard. You like work harder. And I was just like, I've always been it's not a competition gal. Maybe I've always okay, that mentality so, so, so that you, was that analogy fell short for you. Yeah, no, that's it, good. It it's not well. I mean, yeah. And <laughs> that's it, why I started laughing. It, it, no, it's just so it, messed up because it is a competition, but it's actually not. Like 100%, it's it's not. That ruins us. Yeah, but the, the the book that I was talking about you got what was, I'm saying, um, though, right? Yes, I like, 100%. Checking in with, totally. oh, yeah, yeah. this isn't real. I've no, gotten I, that yeah, from no, them yeah. during plays before, yeah. so the same thing. I know, yeah, that's a good, that's a good analogy Fuck for you, sure. Jim. <laughs> no, good job. I'm just kidding. There's something there, though, right? Like, there is something to, like, you know, that person's throwing up, run run faster or something obviously that may have been damaging to you but uh it's also something for you to think about and work on and introspect on but there's also some positive aspect to that as well uh if you just look at it completely neutral like you know having some sort of discipline where you can push yourself past your limits is a good thing absolutely um and that's you know a material world thing but it can also apply to spirituality as well in some sense uh but that book that i read was called the case against reality Oh, um, nice. And it's an unbelievable Ooh, book. I just yeah. got spine chills. It's an incredible book. It's written by this guy, uh, Donald Hoffman, um, 
who I actually spoke with, like after I read the book, I was just like, I got to talk to this guy. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll like interview him or something. Like, and I just like had a phone call with him. I talked, he was like driving to something. I was going to fly and, and talk to him, but then I got a bad vibe. So I was like, I'm not flying. And then actually the pandemic happened like two weeks later. Oh shit. Um, but so See, I, there's I, one of those things. Yeah, I just talked to him on the phone, but basically he's this super hardcore scientist, um, like next level, like Albert Einstein type shit. Um, he, his whole university education was paid for by uh, an, an aircraft company because they wanted him, him to come back and, and run their AI department. Like, this was, like, in the 70s. Holy shit. Um, he was, like, writing machine code for the Hugh Aerospace Company or the aircraft. Uh, I don't know exactly what it's called, but Hughes Air something. That's what and, he spends uh, his time doing. So, But he, he, he actually didn't go back and work for that company because he wanted to pursue his own That's research. Awesome. Which, Thanks for the school, bitch. <laughs> which essentially culminated, I guess, in this book that he released that's called The Case Against Reality. And he, they're still working on this stuff. But um, it comes from a scientific perspective and basically says uh, all the stuff that you know spiritual traditions have been saying for thousands of years, which is that the material world is actually not real. It's energy because when you go down to the very closest atom and zoom in, well, it's, it's actually not even energy. energy. It's actually not even energy. But what we label—that's actually all of that. Actually, is just a metaphor. There actually is no atom. Sure, exactly. So it's all so just quantum field. So are we plugged in field. like Matrix style? Well, so it's no, quantum field. No, no, it's it's that was who knows. I don't know any of this shit. But <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, but divine according substance. to that, according to that book, basically what he's saying is, and all of his research. And we just it, start shipping away. But tell us, man. It's, it's all mat like he's coming from a mathematical perspective and what what he and he's got a whole bunch of I mean, you'd have to read the book to really I, I can't sum it up. But um, next on uh, Discipline Stoners, who will be reading I'm gonna this read book. that book. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good read and it's an easy read. It's made for like the, the nice. uh, I love when scientists population. do that. Yeah. Thank you. When you do that, that scientists. Yeah. Thank you. It was worth it. You could, when you read it, you're like, wow, they worked really hard to make this uh super Accessible. super particular and explicit but also somewhat easy to read um but basically yeah it's it's essentially what it's saying is that consciousness is fundamental because um, if you talk to any scientist they'll pretty much say that uh and this is the linchpin of spirituality pretty much if that if the hypothesis of consciousness being fundamental is right all of the spirituality is true yes but if consciousness is made in the brain the chances of any of this shit being real pretty much go down to absolute zero. There are scientists that now have reason to believe that consciousness is made in the brain. Yes, is that? No, no, no. What we, as a spiritualist, what we want for our, if if any of our philosophy is to be taken seriously, consciousness has to be fundamental. It has, yeah. it has physical reality has to be emergent from consciousness, which is what the case against reality. Plants posits. grow. Yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah, they I'm don't have just, eyes. I'm like that's always... so stupid yeah. to think this is a chemical hallucinogen. But that's yeah. hey, that's sometimes yeah. people, and that's Wait. okay. That's no most way. science. Most scientists would tell you. Any scientist would most likely tell you that consciousness is uh, an epiphenomena of the brain. Once once neural complexity neural complexity reaches sufficient uh, volume or whatever. Once there's sufficient. Um, activity between neurons, yeah. consciousness emerges. Can I ask you something? That's what they would say. Can yeah. I ask you something kind of random? Uh, for sure. Do you believe in uh, evolution? That is a, I, <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, that is a very difficult question. Yeah, I do for sure believe in evolution. Yes, but it's not, it's like someone, I guess, would say, yeah, I believe in evolution, so all religion is bullshit and 
the Bible is crap and all that stuff is not to be taken seriously. I no. would not say that at all. No. Um, Do you believe in the part that we evolved from monkeys or primates? I, I don't know that. Well, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know enough about evolution to actually make a, a good comment on that. Do you mean um, Darwinism? Like, are you saying if he's evolution like, is real? Evolution is absolutely. It makes a, sense that evolution yeah. is real. No, I evolution guess. has to be real. Like, even if you take consciousness as fundamental, evolution has to be real because if you look at it as a as was, a rule set that the physical reality has to run under a rule set, um, for whatever reason, you know, we're probably not going to ever understand this shit fully, but reality has to run under a rule set things have to come into being for whatever reason that we don't understand evolution is a fundamental part of that right um because that's just how this reality works it moves that's just what it, it is you need evolution but, he, he, but as far as <clears throat> how it actually all went down and is evolution <laughs> actually proof is does evolution refute religion no i don't think so well, at all yeah. i don't think i don't, I don't think yo at all i don't think so at all yeah and I, I also think it's no, I, I won't say that. But I, I also think that it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit, maybe a little bit naive to think that um, because in like the Bible, for example, or you could talk about the Quran or any other religious scripture, that like um, because in the Bible there's things talked about the Garden of Eden and oh, those were the first two humans. To take that literally, I think is is a little bit almost a little bit silly. Yeah, it's silly. <laughs> so so um, and everything yeah. was depicted in a different way <clears throat> depending on like the geographical region where those artists were like in terms of like skin color and things like that mm. i think i found mm -hmm. the most wisdom well, it's, a metaf it's all metaphorical exactly yeah. so i found the most wisdom on evolution in terms of darwinism like i think you're referencing it like monkeys who found mushrooms and became humans and less hairy i want to address that the best wisdom i've gotten on this was from a meme and it was <clears throat> if monkeys evolved to humans what a bitch do it again then <laughs> they haven't changed since no, I, I, a that's tiger's what I been don't a tiger uh, ape's been an evolving. ape a duck's been a duck well they are still evolving they are yeah it takes millions of years though millions of years so but like then if you look at the theory or hundreds of thousands <laughs> so so check this out so over if the you're course on that of time monkeys where grays I don't know. All I know is that you're not gonna see. You're not really gonna see this shit happen in your lifetime. Like, no, that makes sense. Yeah, you have nothing to worry about, basically. Yeah. Um, I just don't. Yeah, so don't I guess. Uh, yeah. So some stayed. Well, what's interesting some is actually non-evolved, and others didn't. Don't, no, but Don how can we say they're non-evolved? I think a yeah. monkey is perfect the way it is. I know. That's why we're alien half-breeds. Let's be honest. Anunnaki. <laughs> well, any of that? What Don Anunnaki? Hoffman actually uses so evolution, and I don't, I can't get, I don't know the actual scientific details or the math of any of this. We but, mine gold. Um, he used evolution to basically prove his theory. So the the Dar Darwinism has it exists as a mathematical model. Right. Um, and so Don used evolutionary game theory to run these simulations, which, which proves that, which from his uh, uh, studies and simulations proves that reality is an illusion. And he's using evolution to do that because essentially what he says is that What's the basic we, evolved, we evolved not to see truth, not to right. see truth, right. because we literally can't perceive it and it does us absolutely no, no good, good in this reality. I agree. Um, and so he uses evolution to basically say we evolved to perceive fitness points, which is essentially, you know, okay, I can recognize that this is coffee and I drink it because it's going to do whatever for me or, or, or whatever. Or it's tasty. Um, but we did not evolve to see truth. The, the, yeah, in his simulations, the probability that we evolved to see truth is basically zero. So what do we do with this information? If we're if we're saying 
if we're here, you know, talking about how this is all made up and it's a, an illusion, we yeah. realize that this is the gift. We land right here and say, "Wow!" Holy we just play. Shit. Is yes. that the is that the answer? I think if you understand it from the perspective, I think exactly where we're sitting is, you know what it is, but I'm down to play. Eleven, and, can I go over to Mitch's house and play? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. a good. Uh, I like that perspective. Yeah, I like that perspective. It seems to serve us the best because, to your point, what you just said, like from that guy saying, it gives us no benefit to know absolute truth. Yeah, it's like just carry on. Go to the store, get some Cheetos, go yeah. have sex, go smell some yeah. flowers, go touch some things, go get a yeah. massage. Like that's live a your lot. Fucking life. That's also just a lot to yeah. live because sometimes things feel so serious. Well, there. I mean. There is yeah, a. What's I, with that? I have I have uh, had some different thoughts on on that on that stuff over the last little while in terms of like, oh, it's just a game. Go and do whatever the fuck you want and blah blah blah. I don't know how exactly how I think about that anymore. Um, I do think that uh, it. I don't know. I've, do I've read some stuff that's service? been very 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 convincing to me that. Um, there, there's a meaningful reason for potentially looking at, at that perspective differently. Okay, I guess please, is how please I tell say. us about that. Um, it, it's, it's, it's. Does it's it have to do with purpose? Is it because I? In so, some sense, yeah. I get lost. Yeah. I get lost between. I, I feel so grateful and appreciative and and know that I'm privileged to live the life that I live. Like right. I, I'm like I sometimes I feel so in love with my life That's that beautiful. I could burst out of my body. Mm -hmm. oh, and mm -hmm. then there's other times where not mm -hmm. much has perceivably changed in terms of what's happening materialistically or anything. Maybe maybe sometimes finances feel a little bit tighter yeah, or yeah, yeah. something like that. But Which not, that stuff can be brutal. It like. can be. But I but yeah. but that that burst of love that I feel and mm. and, and, and in yeah. love with my life is gone. Like so, I feel these these two like ends of it, and sometimes when I'm in it, and I, I think, wow, I am so lucky to be able to pursue my art and like work as an artist, like get paid as an artist, all of that. And then other times, I'm like, I should have higher goals for myself. I should uh, I should figure out a way to feel more stable within the reality of this this. 3D yeah. thing that we're living. Yeah. So I find it a little... I, I think what I would say to that is, and by the way, like I just have to make a caveat that like I don't necessarily practice anything that I preach. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah. Thank you for I that, think, I, I think that you. you probably are on the I, way I try. To I will say that I, yeah. I try desperately. Yeah. Um, I try very desperately to do my best, but... Um, I can tell you one thing you, know. you do have is acceptance. And I you, try. You've yeah. landed that to me in moments mm. when I felt about I'm things. I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Yeah, and you're 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 sitting in the in in acceptance uh, is a r rare thing, mm. super rare, and like that's beautiful. Thanks, man. Yeah, whatever journey you've taken to get there. Yeah, yeah, because that's like God. Just just give yourself a moment to yeah. breathe, yeah. and because your neck so my neck so the tight. Fear all the fear is yeah. It it gets so. That's well, a good one. I, I sort of it. look at it as like, yeah, what you're saying there, you know, I, I I'm trying to, to to heal the stuff that's that's that I've been uh, given in this life to to work with and heal for whatever reason. Mm. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm ultimately what am I what am what am I supposed to be 
supposed to be doing, you know, for for the system. Like you could look at it as uh, as uh, okay. It comes down to this. Honestly, you have to sacrifice everything. Um, yes. You, you have to give up everything. Yes. You, you have to give up every desire. You that is what is required. And eventually, everyone will will have to come to that realization. That's what I believe at this point. Yeah. Um, and and once you realize that, I think okay, now try that for a million years. And, um, and then because that's good true non attachment, right? So it's so the if, only way I think. And a lot of people are 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 well, it's difficult because when you start looking at life from that perspective, it's like, what is a blessing? Actually, what is that? Is getting a million dollars a blessing? Is it actually, or is that gonna set you further back on the goal that actually matters? Like, I, I that's I, such a tricky yeah. question. I don't know. I like, yeah, I don't that's know. That's incredible. To... Well, it's like that theory, right? Like when uh, uh, the son broke his leg, and then the war, and he's like, "Oh, this," and it's like, could be. It's an mm -hmm. old. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. Know that one is it something? The farmer and his horse runs away or something. And then I think the I've heard that. Is on the horse and breaks his legs. Might have actually been you that told. No, me yeah, because yeah. he, he <laughs> his son story. has to go to war. Then yeah. the horse kicks him and he breaks yes. his leg and he doesn't have to go to war. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, then but a the fire way... happens and the the horses go. But then the rain comes. Um, okay, like okay, all the of story, this but, but comes the... back. Everything <laughs> seems to work out. Yeah, the, the <laughs> anchor is pretty much the man keeps saying <laughs> like could be where they're like oh like basically you want a million to to your story nine it's like you want a million dollars. Congratulations, and he's like, maybe, could maybe, like, yeah, yeah like, could be, could maybe. be, congrats, could be, could so be crazy, yeah. could be and a cocaine addiction, yeah, like, <laughs> so as much as we can live in that sort of center place where it's tricky because it's tricky because you don't know what's gonna happen. It I, is, it is, that's very, one of the yeah, trickiest things, not, not wanting like something, that, and that's like where the that. non attachment comes, wanting something, like and then that. having to be like oh i'll be okay 100 percent if i never achieve that that's like not that's also an attachment though no th yeah. i know that's it, oh oh please yeah. yeah okay yeah well even 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 attaching yourself to non-attachment having having no attachment i think is i think at this point my view on it is essentially nothing is mine i have no right to anything um ultimately i have no right to anything here because uh <laughs> it all is uh, gods, basically. Um, I love that yeah. so much. I you don't. have no fucking no. You okay? The divine it's, substance. It's listen. actually horrible. <laughs> no. But but in it but in, but listen Let me listen. Break through at in a first, positive at way. first, what is poison eventually becomes nectar. Oh, mm. bars. Okay, here's here's the nectar from it. Then non ownership needs because. To your point, you don't own it, it's God's. It passes through. Divine substance manifests your thoughts to you through focus. It's this nice little quantum trick that my mentalism, I thought it was spiritualism, but it's actually my mentalism, mindfulness has proved time and time again, and it's law, people think it's a law of attraction. That's one of the many vibrational hermetic laws. One of them is the law of rhythm. One is the law of the, you know, there's a law of gender, there's a lot of polarity. Um, these are like simple, basic, beautiful harnesses of energy so it's nice to come back around mm -hmm. to uh that's just my perspective at this point and i was talking to my friend about it the other day and i was like you know what say you believe in god for example okay like that and god could be a bajillion different things we could get into that but um say you believe in god um 
a lot you might think okay that's going to make life way easier and and a lot better i actually think that if you start believing in god or you you it's not even that you start believing in it it's like you come to the inevitable conclusion that this may be the way reality is that's one possibility and it's to me it starts to seem it's starting to seem like that's sort of an inescapable truth in some way um but uh, it makes everything like uh, a lot harder i think actually well i think it's that idea so it's I, passing through. It's just energy. You're passing through as an energy being. It's all energy. But when when you go, I think it's here. Here's what I think mm -hmm. is when you go through challenges. This is really cool what you're doing. Yeah, I like it. I'm yeah. nice little salad. You're putting. I love watching you just like. Yeah, you're chopping up. Doing the. I'm chefing. Yeah, it's is great. Is that key for it's what really are we nice. do? hash? Shout out Dustin the Bond Kid gave us some of this beautiful almost moon rock keef. I think it's pure wow, keef, but it's like. Wow, that's gorgeous. Wow. It's just nice watching you like tinker around. Yeah. Okay, so say if like, so I believe Whoa. in the universe, like mm -hmm. uh, if I were to put my belief system in something, I believe in an all encompassing that I can't properly articulate, mm -hmm. but I know has uh, a purpose in my physical 3D life. So other people believe in God, whatever it is, whatever your faith is, when you go through challenges in life, you gotta give it up to. So mm. that's what I've seen through religion. Like give I give it God. up to Jesus, Jesus, or you know other religions. But then you still take the good stuff, though. Ooh. Yeah. So you. But you can't do that. No, no, no. Give praise, mm. praise, to, praise to the high, so, praise Krishna, bro. So what do you mean? Um, it's like it's very easy to say when you're in a bad thing. You know, okay, God's gonna take this from me and yeah. and and ease my pain, or I have to go through this for God or for the system, you know, for the collective consciousness in order for the natural system of consciousness to continue evolving, however you want to look at it. Um, but uh, if you follow that logic, you also have to give up all of the good things in the same exact way. Because when you give up something bad, you don't want it. Yeah. But when you get something that's perceivably good, you want it. Yeah. When you actually, you say, thanks God for giving this to me, or thanks universe for giving this to me. Mm -hmm. I'm blessed to have this. Uh, but uh, well, would the really would the caveat be if I lose this, that's good too? Not necessarily that it's good or bad. I think. Yeah. And I'm just talking about the philosophy that I'm. I'm not talking about how I live my life. I think she's yeah. talking just about just to be clear. Rel <laughs> relinquishing, <laughs> relinquishing control to this higher thing. Yeah. That has this kind of rollout plan for you, like you're in a wave. Like you can't fight the current of the wave once sure. you're in it. So it's like okay. when you're in moments of whether it be praise, praise the most high, uh -huh. or I'm in a tough moment, I give up my my guilt and worry to you. Like through that sort of relinquishing control, it almost takes away your dominion from your ego. And like there's value in okay. that spirituality. Okay. Because hands are in the wheel, human, I made this happen. This is me, right. where it's like, there's a lot more at play here, bro. You're a branch on a larger tree. Is that sort of what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, cool, then yeah, I, yeah, yeah I, I feel that. I thought you were more so saying. Um, I heard how you heard it yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, how, yeah. He, how he heard Which it. Which I think is a very like because when you add in the good, all the good stuff too, that's when it starts to get a little bit harder. Because this think. is it's very religious. So she's she's she kind of resents. I've always you know I've been. <laughs> I, no, I, I don't. Or no, 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 that's fine. I just I don't mean, think there's any. I'm just not that. religious. I don't resonate with no, it. And just you're not coming from the place of. Um, 
like some Latin lady, like I Jesus, uh, take from me my sins. Like you're yeah. not like coming from there. That's you, so, fine. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's fine too. I, I think I am a little bit coming from I there. I love those Latin ladies. Uh, I just think that when it get, it it's an excuse to allow yourself to mm. stop suffering. Okay. Mm. So okay. so if yeah. we give it, it up, nice. to, if if we're going through a challenging moment and we we can one of two options, we can grind it into the ground and we can make ourselves sick and we can focus on it so much without giving us any opportunity to see a solution and we've all done that. I've Anytime Eleven and I have even been in like a serious fight, by the end of the fight, we start saying things that do not make sense. We run it into the ground so and, harsh. And, until we're broken and can take a breath and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, yeah. so that's one pathway. Jeez. Or you can give yourself the opportunity to understand the situation not ignore it we're not putting on rose-colored glasses but like understand a situation acknowledge that it exists and then give it up so you don't have to sit in a vibration that is lower right. than ease or uh -huh. peace and furthermore you're actually sitting in the disappointment of yourself yeah Right. Because you're like, oh, I couldn't keep like, it up and it's my fault. But if you give it up for a minute and yeah. you just like almost like that And that takes a lot of responsibility. Yes. Like yesterday sure. I... Uh, Sometimes it's pretty scary too. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. And just as an example, we can talk about yesterday I lashed out <clears throat> and uh, immediately regretted it. Yeah. But it created a, spi a sequence, a spiral of, of lashing out. And so like in that moment, I didn't give it up. I chose to drive it deeper. It's hard, eh? It is harder. Because... Because I wanted oh to defend my myself. I it thought I was so defending hard. myself. It is so hard. But it was coming from such a place of lack and insecurity. Yeah. Just that what that doesn't have anything to do with Eleven. It's all yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so if I boy, could have oh taken a breath and g given that up in myself, I, right. I just... That's... Yeah. I Where, think that's what when God plays a cool role. Um, what are you? Uh, why? Just out of curiosity, like, why do you think? Like, I don't know what was happening or before or whatever, and things have to be contextual. But like, just in that moment, like, I'm just so curious. Like, what do you think it was that made you like? I'd flip out or whatever. I can't remember the exact word you lash used. out. Lash out. Yeah. Um, I felt like I wasn't doing enough in our relationship. So you got mad. So I got mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Essentially, yeah. You got mad at him for something yeah. that wasn't related to that. Um, was it, was it like I just I told I, like... I decided to tell him that he wasn't doing enough, okay. or I reminded him that I was doing enough in ways in that I way. know would hurt his feelings. Right. Yeah, right. that's like pretty actually like sort of beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, like, really is honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, because it. it hurt. Where do you think that comes from? It hurt. Fuck, that, dude. Yeah. yeah, it hurt. It, it was a. It's been a pain body with us for a long time, and we actually talked about it this morning. That we, you, you know, even though we both reacted, we instead of getting into a huge blowout, we like held ourselves. We had to step away from one another and hold ourselves, and like found what was actually going on, so we could come back and yeah. be like that really didn't feel good yeah. and I could be like I know that was my bad like holy shit and you could be like oh wow thanks for taking responsibility do, do you think that it's like connected to your childhood or something yeah yeah just curious because like I've, been, I've yeah. been thinking about this percent. stuff so much and it's like 
do I have to fucking yep. literally figure out every single thing, or am I am I going to be able to eventually just like transcend all of it? Or no, nope, you have like, to figure them all out. Yeah, yeah. Pot, that's one good approach. But I mean, this was <laughs> this was huge progress, though. Yeah, like the pain body still flared up, and we gave in to. I believe that's not truthful. That's not a truthful part of me. That seems like a, a part of me that um, is filled with shame and yeah. guilt. And uh, I just want to tell that part. Like this morning in my meditation, I was like, hey, like we're okay. Like it, That's so it, interesting that you're using that language, that part, a part of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever read about IFS? No. Because that's all what that, that's all that language. It's just so, Please. I find it so fascinating that we all use this language very naturally. Yeah. This part of myself was doing this and I, you're just talking to that part of yourself mm -hmm. and saying like, you don't have to be this way or it's okay. Or, you know, you're comforting some part of yourself, which might be from your childhood or something. You looked at that yet? Okay. Um, but basically, anyway, long story short, internal family systems is just like a, a, a psychoanalysis sort of like model that like use it's it's all it's it's uh, basically all about parts of ourselves. Yeah. And it gives you a framework to be able to like talk to yourself in this completely different way. That's so natural. It's actually kind of trippy that um, it's only like this dude like sort of formulated the whole process in the 80s or something and now it's, it's a very very popular therapeutic system yeah wow. yeah, yeah. My, I mean I've told this a million times but my first transformative moment in like uh, from my depressive states was being like okay you're allowed here like I, I'm not gonna push you down anymore come out yeah. talk to me what's going on like I accept yeah. you for what you are well, the, please the, the one book is called No Bad Parts oh the book my oh I, um, the book that I have in my head that I've started writing and keep procrastinating is loving the worst parts of you. So it's really interesting. Like I just want to share this with you because I think it's cool. Um, in the in the book, they talk about, uh, or he he talks about how essentially the way he sort of frames it is that um, you have this. He calls it an exile. That uh, mm. something something happened to this very young part of you. Uh, and it's a real. It's like a. You could imagine it almost as like a psychic, a psychic literal part of of your metaphysical body or whatever you want to say. But, mm. um, and then you have a part that sort of comes in front to protect that that exile, and older uh, sibling. And in order to talk to that exile, you have to talk to that protector part because the protector part might think you're still like nine years old or something. Actually, you. Mm. Um, and so it, it jumps God. forward to sort of protect that part of you because it literally thinks you're nine years old. Um, and then the system of therapy is basically talking to that part to get it to relax, learn about that part, ask it how old it thinks you are, ask it why it thinks it needs to protect this other part of you. Um, and then you can eventually get past that to talk to the exile that it's protecting. And the things can be, I mean, it can be quite extraordinary. Like you can do a session in it and literally stuff comes up that you have never ever once as an adult consciously thought about. It's a super, super yeah. trip. Yeah. Um, as you explain that, I just allowed that to happen in my chest, then in my brain, mm -hmm. and one new part of my brain literally just lit up. Mm -hmm. As I just got an emotional idea about why I'm so defensive in social situations. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> Who's your security guard? Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Go talk to the security guard, it jumps, folks. It, it, it jumps in with programming that either pushes people away yeah. or defends you somehow or dominates or submits 
yeah, itself. Yeah, could be anything. And it's, it's so, anything. man, we're trying. We're all just trying so hard. And it's like, as you, and I'm sure you guys have both figured this, it's like, as you go through all this stuff, I mean, you know, we really have no right anybody to say anything about anyone. I yeah. know that's like, where I've landed. And, and you know, I'm, I try. So it's it's very, very, yes. very, 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 very difficult to do. So um, hard. It's so so incredibly hard. It's that's so the hard. clip for this episode. <laughs> like, um, that's incredible. It's so, yeah. And it seems like a simple concept. Actually, the simplest stuff is usually the most mind fucking yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> I I. Uh, it's and it's. I just wanted to go back to the, your whole thing about religion, actually, because I'm curious why. Because um, I I had years where I was like an atheist and I was like super insp- and I still am like uh, you know inspired by a lot of those guys like Richard Dawkins and like Christopher Hitchens and um, science. They, they're like hardcore like atheist dudes who like went up and like had debates with people uh, that are. Uh, really fantastic conversations, but um, I I'm bet just, I bet what's that's your very deal stimulating. with like religion? Like you don't. I'm just curious why you don't like it. Not from you, like on a personal level, what your thoughts are on it in general. Oh, I think um, I didn't. I didn't yeah. grow up religious, and okay, a couple things not. happened. You I didn't did grow up okay. religious. I had a uh, at a young age. I had a best friend who did grow up religious, so I started getting into the church at a young age. Are, I are would, you talking? Christianity? Christian, Christianity. Okay. Then I went to this fucking camp because all my f- church friends were going to camp. Okay. So I asked to go to camp and it was fucking crazy. I never told my parents, but like the priests would come in to our bedrooms at nighttime and be like, fucking there's a demon or some what shit. Like the- some wow. crazy shit yeah. happened. Yeah. And it was like tongues and stuff where they would, they were like, People, like young girls were passing out like wow. at, it was it was wow. fucking crazy dude wow. it was fucking crazy and i never told anyone and i just went on living my life but i was like that was fucked at, yeah. in grade four how yeah. old are you in grade four like 10 like eight eight yeah even, yeah yeah even younger it was maybe. nuts That's insane. like i'm i'm not very good with memories and part of me is like have i completely made this up like i i but that that's the experience Probably that I not remember. Totally. Yeah. So anyways, that happened. And then I got um, my very first like kind of serious boyfriend uh, was a churchgoer. Okay. And he basically said like, uh, like he would break up with me if I didn't go to church with him. And and I kind of hit back with like, cool, I'm going to go to your church, but I'm also going to go to every other fucking religion and then right. see what's right for me. Um, and That's then, like the most reasonable thing ever. Though. Totally. At yeah. the, I know. I thought like as anybody a, who's really religious I didn't should actually completely do it. Uh, accept that. Yeah, but. I didn't actually do it. Right. I just clapped back okay. with it. That's um, also fair. And and then I, I had a bad taste in my mouth for religion. But uh-huh. now, she got like honestly, small town white. Christian but like, now like I believe not, I believe not the in Christian you'd want to put yeah, on the menu <laughs> yeah but like I think that now I have a deeper understanding that like I think I believe in what other people believe in we're just we're just talking about it differently sure, of course and that's the yeah okay that's cool it's nice yeah. to hear that story and, and understand where you're coming from I yeah. actually have a funny story about church as well like small town white church Please. my first uh, time I ever went to church I don't know if it was my first time ever going but I was like nine or ten years old or something like that and um, I thought that it would be really appropriate to take a, a Ouija board into church yes 
<laughs> because yes! I thought that uh, I thought it just made sense, you know, like oh, if, if this thing is real, so you're going to go in there. If you're going to do an Ouija board anywhere, it should be in church, right? Because yeah, it's it the amplifier be. to God. Yeah. Uh, and so I took it in there during mass and I, I, I had it in in my winter coat and I took it in. And uh, I was doing it all the way at the back in the pews at the very back top of the church. Did you just uh, quickly, did mm -hmm. you know that it could be maybe not accepted? In I church? had no idea. Okay, cool. I Keep had continue. no idea whatsoever. Okay. Um, uh, you were at the back of church. I was at the back of church and um, the, the, the minister came and threw me out of the church for bringing the devil into church. And uh, holy yeah. shit, he was like, get out of here. Basically, were this... you by yourself? No, my mom was there and I was with uh, uh, we had like we were there with some family. Did she did the minister tell you all to get out um, or just you? Yeah, I'm sure my mom came with me. I don't actually remember that. I'm sure that she came outside with me. I actually don't remember, but he kicked me out. And um, I actually just thought See, that's that, not church like to me. No, it's not, of <laughs> course. But so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's where it's like I get a little bit. I, I think I've stepped away like the if, if I were to go back into church now, I think it wouldn't be a good idea because I would witness things that I don't correlate with church. Yeah. <laughs> so my issue now is basically with the religion and stuff, because I, I looked into all religions. Well, a lot of religions. Um, Mostly the Abrahamic ones and some of the Eastern stuff like, uh, you know, from India and stuff like that. Um, China has some interesting uh, stuff as well, like the Tao and all yeah. that. But um, a lot of the times I just feel like you guys aren't really coming from the perspective that is really in all of these books. Yeah, you know? exactly. That, that's sort of where I'm at with. with it's uh, like they, they're, it, it feels, it's just like if you're going to do it, like follow it. Like, follow it fully if you're going to follow it. Like, don't just, yeah. like, kind of you know do it half-assed. You, know <laughs> you know what it is? What? Millennial and mindfulness. You know? They're like, oh, yes. You know? Or, <laughs> or just, like, you're saying religious mm -hmm. people, because that's yeah. why I left the church, too. Um, fucking verified Roman Catholic over here. What do they call it when you do the thing? I did the whole fucking thing. And oh, communion? Yeah, communion, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I could take communion now because I'm, right. what is it, verified or affirmed something or something? Like, like I did yeah. it, I did it, and I can't remember. I met some nice people in that group, but when we would go on Sunday, you go, I worked at a bus, a fine dining restaurant, I was a busboy at the time, pocket full of posy, you know, you're part of the community, you're giving in cash, having coffee. And then people still just click up and talk shit about each other. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? This is just like an industry yeah. room. Like, get out of here. And so well, it's like, it, it yeah. wasn't them doing the behavior of the habits they were saying are their mantras. And that's what I'm saying, it's millennials and mindfulness. Cause it's like, fuck yeah, let's go to this thing on <laughs> Sunday morning and it's like $80 and I'm gonna drink Friday night. And yeah. like, they're, they're not, it doesn't align or like they'll share a meme and I'll be like, oh, you like Abraham Hicks too? Yeah. And they're like, who's Abraham Hicks? And I'm like, you don't even know who's saying these quotes you're yeah. sharing. And I'm not judging, I'm just saying that's, life that's just human so i was like, gonna say i'm yeah. this i'm a buddhist yeah. so i do this when it suits but, me and also though and so <laughs> fuck you and fuck you and okay fuck but me uh, and fuck you uh, uh, and fuck exactly. you and fuck this but that's what, that's <laughs> what we're awesome. saying though is that like 
everyone is on their own timeline. Exactly. Maybe someone starts with a quote that they don't know who it comes from, but over the I course of time, they find that person. Like we cannot. There, we. Watch, can, I'm saying can't I'm, I'm someone who just said anyone. in this episode. I probably have that guy's quote up somewhere. I'm talking about myself too. I know and how I get into it, but mm-hmm. it's like I'm just to the point of religion. It, it was almost me defending religion a bit. Like, at least they're pledging an idea. I, I actually like religion. At yeah. least they're pledging an idea. I like it. Right? I'm for it. I'm pro-religion. Me too, actually, um, sometimes. I, I'm, but I'm, it's, I am. don't war yeah. over it. Don't war over it. I wouldn't say I'm pro. Don't, yeah. don't war I actually, over it. I actually am. And but I dig that it exists. I'm, I'm pro. <laughs> I'm pro-religion. I just think that... Uh, don't war over it, though. No? Would you yeah, agree with that sentiment? Like, yeah. Don't war over it. Please don't war I'm, over I'm, it. That's I'm, dumb. I'm together with that, for that's sure. Dumb. That doesn't make much sense at all. I don't want yeah. anything to do with any clique that's like, we gotta yeah. fucking go kill other people Much better to just like get together and chit chat have like an interfaith you know conversation and not pretend i just think like we shouldn't pretend yes. that we 100% know anything because or we will ever agree silliness. we should not pretend that we're ever going to agree yeah like if two people from different religions who are like really devout to those religions have an interfaith conversation i feel like they're kind of both coming at it from like I will have this pleasant conversation with you, but I am right. Right. And I'm ultimately trying to inform I've, you I've of been the reality. There. I've yeah. done yeah. that with mindfulness yeah. and I, yeah. and I cringe yeah. at it now. So that's exactly. So, mm-hmm. so how do we, which is fine by the way. I don't think I'm not trying to say anything wrong about anyone. I'm just sort of trying to make an observation that like, I do think at the very least, it's a good perspective to be like, maybe I can actually learn something from this religion. There could be a gem. There, there could and be and there a gem are. In there. there are. I think it's actually <laughs> a real, wrong. real tragedy to say all of religion is garbage yeah. and to not look into any of these, any of the texts Agreed. because, like, man, there's gold, gold to be. Yeah, there's this phrase right I where agree. you extract the gold. There you go. Why do you always gotta yeah. look at the shit that doesn't serve you? Look at the shit that yeah. serves you. Take what you will from it. You bracket those <laughs> things. Like people will say, um, you know, well, religion treats women badly. I'm like, 100%. I completely think that that is all weird. absolute, weird. Uh, beyond weird. It's like, to, I, I'm, I reject all of that it's stuff. It's not about, intelligent to not utilize uh, the, the divine. It's feminine. an anachronism too, because it comes from a different time. It's a culture. Right. It, it doesn't suit this time period yeah. anymore at all. Yeah. You just take the ultimate truth. You extract the gold. You learn from what's there. Yeah. Some of these people are incredible, man. Like there's examples from Islamic history yeah. uh, of people of, of one of the biggest um, philosophers from Islamic history um, said that men and women were totally equal and that women should be able to be in office. This is like a thousand years ago, okay? Amazing. From in friggin' Arabia. I fuck with that. So the idea I think in that Egypt there wasn't it that it, uh, um, uh, uh, not a patriarchy, but a, a ma- matriarchy. matriarchy. It was mm. a matriarchy. For, and they uh, worshiped a hot minute, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably just as bad as a patriarchy. Like, that's Any the thing archy. that I don't... You I know would, what I mean? Anyarchy. It's agree. like, what about the... No extremes feel good for our existence. Collaboration. Yeah. yeah. Right? You got a meaningful... That's when you only get... You can only get to a meaningful place, I feel like, when you collaborate. Exactly. Um, which was actually sort of my main beef with the Barbie movie, uh... I don't know if you guys yeah, talk about, about that. it. No, we haven't seen it. We've just got the really? political updates or whatever. Wow, we didn't go. I'm we just surprised. looked like Barbie. I didn't. Carolina. I don't see that movie in theaters. No offense, but yeah. I, I don't see. That's not a movie I, I, I see in theaters. I saw. I saw it in theaters. I also saw Oppenheimer. Nice. Um, you went to that opening weekend of fire. I did not go to the opening weekend. Oh, you didn't. Um, but, but Oppenheimer was time. absolutely 
amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely incredible uh, film. Just from a film yeah. perspective, yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the philosophy in both of those films is like super impactful as well. Um, I, wow. I actually, yeah, like that's so. That's a cool thing to say. It, it, <laughs> no, it is because I mean, obviously, you got you know in in, uh, in Oppenheimer is famous for quoting the Bhagavad Gita. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, the most famous thing that he's ever said is a quote from the Bhagavad Gita. Yes. Um, which is he 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 said when he's thinking about the testing of the atomic bomb. Oh, I don't know the exact moment, but he says, uh, "I have become death destroyer of worlds." Um, that's a that's a line from the Bhagavad Gita yeah. when Krishna reveals his cosmic form, um, and 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 in in the text he's actually referring to. Um, because uh, he's also time, and time destroys everything. Um, oh my God! What do you mean time destroys everything? Time destroys everything. We if can't we'll all die. Yeah. Everyone oh. you love will die. Oh the world will die. All of everything will be eviscerated by time, and time is also a manifestation of God's uh, inconceivable potency. Um, <laughs> but so God. he's he's referring. That's what the quote actually means from the text. Yes. But Oppenheimer quotes quotes it. And I think what a lot of people, a lot of people's perception of that quote is that uh, he was saying that he has become death destroyer of worlds because he invented the atomic bomb. But actually in the Bhagavad Gita, and Oppenheimer studied that text for a long time. He learned Sanskrit and read it in Sanskrit. Wow. Um, when, he was at, when he was at the University of, of Berkeley in California. He, that was one of the things that he like, loved doing most while he was there, was learning Sanskrit from this other professor there and, and reading the Bhagavad Gita while he was learning it. And it was, I think he said that it was the most influential text on his life. Um, but so taking all of that into consideration and thinking about that quote that he says when in, re, in relationship to the atomic bomb testing or whatever, um, in the text, Arjuna, when Krishna says that, that line, and Oppenheimer says Vishnu, but that, I'm sure that's a translation thing because Krishna is also Vishnu in that uh, theology. But um, Arjuna is crying and he's on the floor in front of, he's, he's on the ground in front of Krishna and Krishna manifests his cosmic form and Arjuna is absolutely terrified, crying, begging Krishna to go back into his regular form so that he can no longer be terrified. Um, and I think when Oppenheimer's quoting that line, he's actually quoting it knowing all of that context. And so actually in the Holy situation, shit. he's actually Arjuna. And he's actually witnessing the uh, power of what's outside of him. It's not, I, I don't think that he was saying that he has become death destroyer of worlds. I think that he's actually cowering at the feet of God. Yeah, yeah he's, he, that's how I hear it in that context of that screenplay yeah. from a story writer yeah. perspective. That's That's like... Yeah, it's like you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Almost instead of like, oh, yeah. you're like, yeah. uh oh. Like, yeah, what's like, going to happen? It's like now? next level, like when you know it the could, be it yeah. could be that million dollars. It could be that song that pops yeah. and then it's like, oh, your whole life falls apart yeah. or something. And then you're like, yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the, the depth of that, though, like thinking, knowing who Oppenheimer was, like, and absolutely, he was one of the first guys who started talking about quantum physics and stuff, I'm pretty sure. Wow. So, like, knowing who he was and knowing how, how much he revered the Bhagavad Gita and that he quoted at that moment. The depth of that is actually extremely powerful. I think it's like overlooked a lot in that in that actual story, I'm as sure, most yeah. gems are. Yeah, but the movie was incredible. 
Both of those movies were incredible. You guys should watch them both. Yeah. You guys would love Barbie. I Be- think so. <laughs> well, because oh, it, it's, it's all about the matriarchy, God. patriarchy. I thought it was really good from both sides. I heard a lot of people saying that, uh, was oh, you're slamming men and, yeah. you know, all this stuff. I did think that in the end they'd, like, missed an opportunity considering how popular this, mo- like, one of the most popular movies basically of I, all time. I, I can't record. believe it. I can't believe it. broke, it. like, every record, I yeah. think, for, for a... For, I can't yeah. believe it. Fucking cool. Bil- I over a billion that's... dollars in the box office, which I think is, like, the last movie to do that was probably Avatar or some shit. Yeah. Um, but it's... Uh, I thought they missed an opportunity to talk about that collaboration thing. Yeah. Where it's like, actually, let's come together, men and women, and really do this for real, where you know, we're equal, but they sort of, which is, I get it. You know, they, they went with the women winning sort of more. They leaned that direction, which is, which is yeah. cool. I thought that was, you know, it was a I great think movie. That this we're in, we're almost living. The pendulum in the, is the in, swing back. Exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. We're, we're, we're on the descent now. We this are is almost the pinnacle of yeah. like, cause even we f- need to go so far. So we feel safe enough to under, think that the other side has finally got it. Yeah. They they yeah. get that we're we're serious and we're not going to be tr- treated poorly anymore and like we're working our asses off to like sh- make sure you know you know yeah. so we're over here we had to go over here always yeah. right yeah. we have to feel at a place where we're like okay it's unfortunate that I want the uh, rehabilitation aspect to come sooner after uh, you know the the bad, bad, bad dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that still is fine. I think that we're allowed, we should do that. If someone does something that crosses some boundaries, you should be like, no. (laughs) And then ideally that person understands and this person can be like, cool, I'm not gonna, you you have no effect on me anymore. You're Mm. not gonna Mm. ruin my day, Mm. you know. You just, you can go, go learn some shit and, yeah. and be better, yeah. you know, let's right. all try just being better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you but, need that But contrast. right now we're, we're still in like, go to jail, go to the doghouse right. and stay there and think about what yeah, you've done. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're not really welcoming that quite It was, quite it was yet. good though, man. They, they got some nuanced shit in there for sure. Yeah. yeah was, I'm so glad. You fire. know what? I love the cast. I think it's all so cool. I just want to watch it on my TV oh my at God. home. Ironically though, Same. Ryan Reynolds was 100% the absolute shining star of that Ryan movie. Gosling. Sorry, Ryan Gosling. I was going to say, he wasn't yeah. even in it. <laughs> Which is cool, because he hasn't done a lot of comedy. Unbelievably good. Yeah. Is he so funny? It's just next level acting. It's just yeah. like the best shit you've ever seen. Like, it's <laughs> literally, it's inc- his performance <laughs> is next level. Le- you'll love it, man. Yeah. Like, just for what he's doing in that in that. So they kind it's of amazing. in it's terms amazing. in terms of uh, the movie itself. Then I would say that that shows that the actors were collaborating. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, I actually thought it was kind of funny because I, after watching it, it was just like, man, he was the best part of that movie. Like, I love that, hands down. The men even win in the Barbie movie. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Literally, it was kind of funny. It was actually kind of funny. Like he has this whole uh, so song good. and shit in it that's just mm-hmm. like. Amazing! It's amazing. I love that yeah, it's, he uh, is good. He's very, very. What funny. a fun, very fun funny movie to do as and a Margot creative. Margot Robbie. I mean, come on. The comedy in that, on his behalf, is just like top, 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 top notch. Really yeah. good. I hope. I'd love to see yeah. more comedy. There's yeah. a lot of comedic actors in it. I it love like good. contextual comedic acting where it's not. Yes. It's not a stupid punchline or something or like a funny moment. It's just like you are being hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like everything you're doing is just like amazing and funny. Yeah. And, yeah. 
I find John C. Riley like, like that. that. Me too. Yeah, like yeah, every I'm time like, I watch it. him, yeah. even in serious stuff, I've started watching some of his more serious <laughs> stuff, and I'm like, you're fucking. I love you. He's I love watching like, you. It. Yeah, it's I'm me. trying to do some serious some shit here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. Fuck, yeah. man. That's Did we good. ever go places. I know how are. I know. Fuck. How? Where are we doing? How are we at? One oh eight. It's pretty good. I mean, it's we good. keep cruising, yeah. but geez, no, holy, good. that was so beautiful. That's Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like Do you I fucking what, see what, what, what I'm saying. What did we even talk? What about? a gift. I don't even we know, talked I about forget. everything. I literally forgot. Bro, no, we talked. Like, yeah. Uh, no, that um, was cool. I liked when you were sharing your personal stuff about. Uh, Thanks. It was just nice it? to have that conversation because yeah. that stuff is so. It's so difficult, man. It's so it's such a maze. It's such a It's crazy... so funny. Yeah. And then when you're outside of it looking back <laughs> in, like everything is so emotionally charged yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. So like I don't mm-hmm. I'm not mad at myself for lashing out. I'm like, damn. I'm sure you I, are I, a little I, bit. I yeah, like I, I'm a I'm a little disappointed, I think. Yeah. You know, when your mom is like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Like that's, that's good kind of how though. I feel. That's probably a good place to be because um that it's also is such a hard thing. Yeah, you know, you're like, I fucking suck. Or, yeah. you know, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. And then you're I, go there, I, go, yeah. I go there. I don't go. I don't go there too much. I know that's because we're very emotional, man. Like, yeah. we're very, very emotional. Like, emotional, and you know, um, we're afflicted with this thing that a lot of, I guess, like artists. You know, I, I don't like. It's hard to use that word, but like, you know, you're a, you're a sensitive person. Yes. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And but- you guys have been told for so long that, like, don't, don't emote. Yeah. Thank <laughs> that you was for your s- whole shit, yeah. right? Growing up, like, just don't stop doing, I mean, not your that's shit. Culture. But- that's yeah, cul- culture. That's culture. Yeah, just the culture in general. Which is a 100% <clears throat> lie, by the way. Obviously. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. Anybody who thinks says that like women are more emotional than men is y'all have cycles. We are synced up. That's craziness. <laughs> that is absolute and total craziness. Yeah, I can't it believe is. how anybody can say that with a straight face. Actually, it's kind of incredible. Yeah, it is. It's you silly. know, women are so emotional. Like as if men aren't emotional. What? Men are I so even, emotional. I've never understood that. So- women also though still there's like there's intense moments that I've seen where women are like don't like don't be so emotional. Like I've done it with you even in public. I'm like just stop. You know like stop. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to. You know and, yeah. and we're still yeah. so we're still learning how to. Yeah communicate in that regard. I mean we're emotional know? beings. I know. Like we're yeah. dealing with all of this stuff. We've got hundreds of thousands of years on our friggin' shoulders, you know, from everything that's gone on. Like we have all of that inside of us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Right? It's so I mean, fucking true. Sometimes you just stop and you think you're like, what in the fuck is actually going on? Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like, yeah. Literally, I mean, I uh, it's crazy what's going on, man. Life is the most <laughs> insane thing. And okay, since you come from that perspective <laughs> and you know that, I know, isn't it I mean, beautiful? it's just crazy. <laughs> You're so beautiful. It's man. just insane. That's cute. Oh, that so comfortable. Insane. Okay, but dude, cute, I gotta say, because boy. of your knowing and because Holy. of your holding that perspective. We have been able to have some of the most honest conversations and mm-hmm. interactions. Yeah. Like with you, I've had some of the most truthful conversations. That's what we started with. Like over conversation. And thank you for saying that. And that's true. And I think that is even a newer space for men. 
for yeah. bros yeah. to like 100%. explore because women have been sharing like everything everything for like a long time and like we we'll just like and, strip and the because shit. you don't know, like because of that you're always just yeah. like well fuck you then relationship over and it gets cold it's so we'll interesting just, man i actually have we've been, talked yeah. through a lot and as you mentioned have, in the we beginning have, we absolutely have you when we first met i'd say you were more in line with the divine feminine uh-huh. and now you, i think on everyday living you're more in the way you influence me you're yeah. more in line with the divine masculine yeah. not that you've lost the balance from either side right but we all live either slightly here or slightly there For right sure. i've um, definitely been i've definitely been leaning on that side which of, is you beautiful know, you've started working out working more out and, in your body yeah. and our clear communication and um even just sharing the way that like uh, either my behavior or words make you feel in yeah. an honest way yeah. i appreciate that so much that yeah. is such a rare skill well man our communication has always been very um I think because we know where we're both coming from on some, not even an intellectual level, but on like more of a visceral spiritual level that maybe can't even really truly be expressed. Mm. You know, yes, true. it's uh, there's a lot of forgiveness there too. I think mm. which is yes. which is really important. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. We make a lot of space <clears throat> for being human. Yeah, and just you know, it's like yeah, the forgiveness I think is 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 sort of a process. You know, rather than a verbal uh, acknowledgement, it's just like this processing thing yeah. that's, that's going on. Yeah, that's interesting. Can you dive a little deep, more deep into that? Um, I gotta say, it's like, cause I do think it's actually willing to have, it's a good yeah. combo to have because yeah. it is a special thing that, that we have that I don't have with many people. It's very difficult, man, because you know, things fall off in life and people will, uh, you know, accuse and accuse you of doing something or get mad at you and leave your life and okay, then you have to accept that. Um, <laughs> And that's fine. And you may maybe you have your own opinions on that. It's like, well, you know, fuck you too. And, and, then, <laughs> and then you're like, feelings I, get hurt. I don't want to come yeah. from that perspective. And yada yada yada. And you know the whole drill, man. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. That's the whole thing. Um, but I did want to actually make a point about the men women thing because I, and you, I'm interested to get your guys' uh, opinion on this. Yeah. Um, the whole thing where it's like, okay, women are sharing their feelings and everything, and men aren't. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know that I don't know that to be the case. Um, I it's possible that, that when a, when a lot of women get I don't know because I'm not a woman, so I'm not in those spaces. Um, I don't even know about the male spaces, and I'm a man, so I don't know what the fuck that means. But uh, people always say that. Oh, you're not a man, so you can't. You're not a. You're not this. You're not. Well, how the fuck are we supposed to talk about anything then? Yeah. But. Uh, from my perspective on life, it's like, I don't know, uh, women are also human fucking beings. We're all goddamn humans at the end of the day. It's so, so hard to talk that's about. That's what I'm it, yeah. sort of trying to say is like, I'm like, okay, well, how honest and authentic are any of us really getting? You're hanging out with people, you're talking shit, you're gossiping, you're talking shit about this guy, you're, and men, women, gossiping, whatever. I'm not, that's not a gender term, I'm just saying gossiping. Men yeah. do that too. Everyone, literally every single yeah. person who I've yeah. ever talked to in my life has done gossip. It's like a, it's a natural, you're, I don't you're, know. Yeah, you're talking it's, shit about someone, you're talking about a movie, you're talking about this, you're yeah. talking about that. Yeah. How really, like, are you kidding me? You think that when women get together, they're having these like hardcore therapy sessions that are relieving <laughs> all of their pain well, from we, all Well, we life. see that on Real Housewives. I just so don't, I, I personally don't believe that that is actually true i agree i think it's all virtue signaling it's i think that they i think that a lot of people whether you're man woman uh whatever the hell you're leaving a group of friends you're walking away with shit that you don't express that is painful for you i i think i i would say as a woman it's probably easier i've had harder i've had harder conversations with women 
than with men, man friends. But do you get down to processing the stuff that really matters? Um, processing the stuff that really matters in terms of why I was triggered in the first place? Or, or I just mean in terms of healing your, your wounds from life at all. I, I, I liked when you said there was an underlying process that just happens mm. sort of over time. Right. I think that's, that's a time, like time does exist. And I think if we're, it would be nice to shorten the gap between mm. forgiveness and healing. Yeah. Um, and I think probably it takes until that healing is processed to be able to actually truly forgive. Right. Like I've said maybe right. that like I let it go, let's move on type thing. But in my heart, I'm still like working on mm -hmm. how how it made me feel mm -hmm. and, and what's going on there. So there is a processing time always. Mm -hmm. But I think that like it would be easier for women. I've just seen women be like, hey, like that really like what happened right. there? I didn't like, can you clarify that? Like it almost happens more in the moment in, in with women where it's like, this is what I'm hearing. Is this what you're saying? Whereas with men, I think there's more mm. assumption okay, the moment, of intention. Cool. Yeah. That's like, cool. like, no, because okay. he's like this and then that's, that's his position. So then like, fuck him. Cause I know what he I thinks. I think sometimes right. what okay. goes that's on with men, I think there's misunderstandings and the e egos of men sometimes won't inquire. Like I have four right now. They're like, actually I can, I, being they're, misunderstood. That's a very, and, that's and an I interesting point. I don't yeah. plan on doing any fixing of these situations that I'm thinking of in my head. But I don't, but, but, but what I you said doesn't necessarily indicate that you're, that uh, those two people conversing are necessarily planning on doing any fixing either. All you're saying mm. is that, 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 that that point of clarification is happening. Yes. But uh, which I think, yeah, that's what I mean. Which I think happens less with men. So the point yeah. of clarification will provide an opportunity okay. to to say, oh, I don't like that. Let's talk about that. Let's take some time right. from one another. Whereas sometimes men don't even give themselves that opportunity okay. because they yeah. they've decided already mm. Uh, mm. based on a lot like mm. right like based on their own triggers based on so much based on their armor their security guard you but know see, everything that you're saying just indicates to me that you're talking about a person not a gender though that's that's you are because stuck in the patriarchy because, a bit because what, yeah. you're, what you're saying is that men have ego but women have ego too yeah i guess though i guess and it can be very destructive but no matter who the one hundred percent, I'm observing our own bias from the patriarchy actually by our own like preliminary program. I've noticed, but I I do I do agree with what you're saying assumption. about that. That is an interesting point about the communication thing. This specifically in the moment thing that you were talking about. Yeah, that's interesting, and that you know. But the, my point too is that it's like it, yeah, it comes down to culture. It's called that's cultural. Yeah, um, that's 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 cultural. But it also just feels like because I've had those interactions with guys. I've I've had to with uh, I mean you're you're one of my close close friends we've had those interactions yeah and one of my other closest friends we have those interactions too now maybe I'm just the type of person that's having those interactions but the bottom line is is still men talking thousand percent so I just I do it's just, it's just tough to break it down in terms of <clears throat> men women is all I'm saying it gets yeah. really really it's like okay. It's tough because you could find situations on both sides where you know where why I know I agree. Where, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. Where, I'll get on board with where that. Where he's yeah. coming from is so correct because um, you can feel it. You yeah. can feel it in your chest because yeah. I have no when, fighting points. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's um, 
And it's actually my, I should say that it's my friend who put, put me onto thinking all, about all of this. Yeah. My yeah. friend, Paul, um, who, who we've been having these conversations about men, men and women stuff. And he's just sort of been like changing my, my because you know what? It perpetuates it. Yeah. So the problem here in us trying to understand and categorize and say that there's certain gender traits, um, by the power of vibration in our thought, we continue to perpetuate that behavior by that assumption. Yeah, yeah. there we, are no gender traits. There's yeah. cultural influences. <clears throat> and there's perception. And then your perception affects the outcome. So if you're going to go talk to a woman and you're thinking they're more real and you offer more real energy, mm. then you'll have a breakthrough Great conversation. Point. But Great if point. I prepare myself yeah. to be more masculine with this male, I'd never have the loving conversations that we have that are vulnerable and we take yeah. responsibility and Great for point. our perception. And you're our saying behavior. that it's your, the way, yeah, the way you're approaching the way you perceive situation. It. Mm -hmm. And so that's and where I observe yep. as much as, totally. you know, where, where we're trying to be forward thinking but it's a little bit stuck in the patriarchy itself and i personally find yeah. myself i thought i was on the left apparently i'm a fucking <laughs> and i'm like oh my we god like I'll, I'll try i love how you good. always go italian when you, you I, i'm just like come on I'm I love that. no but when you talk no, man, about your straight dick out like, i remember like, us having this conversation yeah. about sort of we were both in this place where you have to be very careful what you say around this stuff. Um, but like we were both, I'll just say this, we were both like in this particular place, viewpoint, and then we were both like, what the fuck is going on with that viewpoint? And it may or may not have been in a certain area on the left in a certain, yeah. you know, uh, cultural sort of uh, dynamic. dynamic. Yes. And we were both sort of like, um, I'm gonna move away from that. If you don't allow me to be a holistic thinker in, in the clarity of my highest truths, which should not impede on anyone else or me demanding behavior or control from anyone else around me, but if my association around me or community is trying to limit my expression of my thought and feeling, mm -hmm. that's not good news. Yeah, That seems like I'm getting yeah. caked into yeah. some sort of Oh, Kool-Aid. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. So I'm like, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if this is the hand that Little feeds bit of me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, this is from a motherfucker who's turned on his own parents, too. So yeah. don't expect any compassion from me. What's like, funny about the Kool-Aid <laughs> thing is there's love, actually only love, a two flip side to that. Because yeah. I just actually thought Community of this. Community serves, too. Those yeah. people yeah, 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 may yeah. live longer because they feel like they belong and they're all together for a purpose yeah. and right on. Or they might all flags. kill them like, each other. Um, Which is because the yeah. snake eats its own tail. Well, the Raise them up, cancel them. Yeah, exactly. Raise them up, yeah. cancel them. And the, the Kool-Aid thing, it's a, it's a good metaphor for that because you know that you know where that comes from, right? No. It, it comes from uh, the, the Jonestown massacre, yeah. massacre where they all killed themselves using Kool-Aid. Yeah. Um, but interestingly enough, it's also from the electric Kool-Aid acid test in which they uh, put acid into the drink that's, <laughs> that's there and they all get uh, their minds blown on acid and they open their minds. I love that. Did they know that they acid together. was in the drink? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was okay, called. It was a famous, famous thing back in the day. It was called, and it was run by the uh, the the warlocks, which are the Grateful Dead, and the uh, the Kenkizi, who, and it was called the Acid Tests. Cool. Um, yeah, I love that. but that's just such a trip that it's like the Kool Aid is both. Yeah, 
I know. Well, and everything is. It's this mind <laughs> thing. Everything is. Yeah, that's where we started. Yeah. That's yeah. where we started with the non-dual thing. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Woo! This is so good. That was that was fire. This feels this good. My blessing. heart feels big, and my mind has fire. been changed. Thank yeah. you. And I'm yes. so glad for for both of you guys um, to just have your influence in my life. You know, how in whatever form that is, and. Uh, that uh, that uh, we've just been able to like share time. Yeah, man. It's so yeah, fucking dope. It's always revitalizing when we dive in. Very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels yeah. good. So this was this basically was cool. This us, is such a cool combo. Us sharing our excuse to hang out yeah. and documenting it with you guys. Yeah. I um, think people will really enjoy this. Yeah. If you enjoyed this, comment below. Say I enjoyed this. <laughs> And if you want to find Mitch, where can people find you? Or do you want people to find you? Or when is your book going to um, drop? Or do you want to tell us about that? What do you, you could, want to uh, Yeah, you could, I guess, like email me or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you could email me. I try to be these days uh, low-key about most of the stuff online. There do are you want some us projects. to put your email in the description? You could, I'll give you an email that you could put in there. Okay, cool. And then you could buy my book also on... Uh, on uh, it's a kid's book. It's for kids. Nice. Um, it's like a fantasy adventure thing. Um, it's shit. all like, it's supposed to be like, you know, whatever. It is what it is. My first book, you know, and I, I, I tried to do something with it. It's for kids, like maybe grade six to eight or something like that. I love that. Um, oh. But uh, an adult could read it too. It's called Revernota. It's on Amazon and all of that stuff. We'll link that below what, as well. What's it called? It's called Revernota. And how do you spell yeah. that? Uh, R-E-V-E-R-N-O-T-A. Um, what does that mean? It means dream note. Dream note. Yeah. And yeah. what is a dream note? It, I made. It's a word I made up. That's beautiful. Yeah. So if you if you search that on Amazon, there will only be one result. <laughs> nice. Um, so uh, and and the book was published. I didn't actually self publish it. It was published by like a, a local publisher here in Ontario. Cool. Um, so that's on there. So you could check that out. That would be the main thing I want to push. Um, Excellent. And, Go get that. Uh, Congrats get that on that. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know about that book. So we're yeah, gonna get that. Congratulations. Book. Yeah. Thanks, man. That's yeah. Yeah, thank you both. Go man. get that book. Subscribe to our channel. Smash that subscribe button. Share this with a friend. And smash that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and share this shit. Man. Oh my gosh. And uh, love you guys. we'll be see kind. you next week. This Discipline, 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 stoners! I love that. I love that for Blessings. Wow. I love that tag. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better, but it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just say something. Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. Yo, it's 11 from Anger Town. These plants just help me chill out. Found focus, found confidence. All of a sudden I was productive. Less protective, more progressive. 
Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast with your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. And that's Ralph. We're gonna do a collage of all the times like a brilliant person has said like it's medicine cannabis is a gift from mother earth cannabis helped to heal me those natural medicines that we use to help to heal us and of course they have this euphoric effect or can it's an alternate natural way of healing <laughs> And I just think it's so beneficial and there's so many good properties to be. That's the only difference in my life is I've added cannabis. The amount I've changed and the way our family has evolved and our relationships with my adult sons and everything, mm. like just all through cannabis has been, it's been amazing. It's part of my life. Like you said, you really can't separate me and uh, the cannabis plant. I use it medically. Yes. I have fibromyalgia, diagnosed with fibro very, very young, and I use, um, cannabis to treat my fibro very effect effectively. It was through um, an event that caused her major anxiety that I got her to take a few puffs. Yeah. And it, it helped. Yeah. Right? So, so you know, from being up here to being able to cope. You know, we've got naturopathic medicine and natural health products that rely on hundreds of years of traditional use. Yes. <laughs> you know, both cannabis and mushrooms technically fall under. Yes. If you can keep it at that sweet spot and it's in a healthy way, I yeah. feel like that's... Yeah. that's, <clears throat> that's it's medicine. That's it. Yeah, I it's, think it's medicine. You, you have to like yeah. check in with your life that's and be like, it felt like it complimented my personality. Yeah. Almost. Good answer. It's okay to use cannabis as their medicine. Mm -hmm. They no longer deserve to be in classrooms and here that they're using drugs mm. and they're bad when this is medicine that is saving their lives. Yes. I mean, I would never put anything on the market that I wouldn't give to my mom or my grandfather. Those strains are fantastic for pain management, nausea. This helps like oh. with pain management. And I feel fantastic. Like, like I feel great. Um, <laughs> do so I attribute good. it to cannabis and cannabis oil? Absolutely I do. Relationship to cannabis right now is um, beautiful, growing, uh, most probably everlasting. I think this is medicine. Dude, 120%. I've got ADD and I do cannabis to help kind of focus me in and kind of turn things off. Like, it very much is medicine. It was medicinal for me. It was, it was like taking a medicine because it, that's how it worked. Everybody together. Here we go. 